Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the American Age Podcast. This is C. Travis Webb, editor of the American Age. Hi, this is Stephen G. Fullwood, and I am the co-founder of the Nomadic Archivist Project, and I'm coming to you from Harlem, sunny but cloudy Harlem. And I'm Seth Rodney. I am an editor at Hyperallergic, the arts blog, and a part-time faculty member at Parsons School of Design. Uh, it actually is kind of overcast today in Southern California, too. We've had a pr- fairly long, for us, what would qualify as a winter, Not certainly not a New York winter. But uh, mm-hmm. This is to remind our listeners that we practice a form of what we like to call intellectual intimacy, which is giving each other the space and time to figure out things out loud and together. Um, and so today and for the next couple of weeks, we probably won't spend too much time on it, but we wanted to check in. You know, we've, we've taken some other topics. We wanted to kind of check in on the state of affairs on the ground. And so we're going to talk about the 2020 uh, Democratic lineup. Um, to I thought for our first one, we'd just kind of get into it, sort of initial thoughts, maybe go through the list of candidates. I actually have one pulled up here on my screen. I thought I could <laughs> read through them. Of course, that will probably take the entire podcast if I do that. But um, <laughs> And then, you know, we can zero in on maybe a couple of specific topics. Um, in the next couple of podcasts. Does it does it make sense this time to just talk about likes and dislikes? Like I'm sure, sure. Like the ones that were like the forerunners and the ones that are just like are absolutely revolting. <laughs> okay. I also want to do predictions. Okay, good. I think ah, we'll okay. get All right. so maybe okay. we can okay. revisit it later yes. on. Yeah. I love that. Okay. I love that. Yes. Let's do it. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna machine gun off the last New York Times has a, a list of who's running currently. There are twenty one Democrats running. I'm gonna okay. machine gun off the last names. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bennett, Biden, Booker, Buttigieg, Judge, thank you. Castro, Delaney, Gabbard, Gillibrand, Harris, Hickenlooper, Inslee, Klobuchar, Messam, Moulton, O'Rourke, Ryan, Sanders, Swalwell, Warren, Williamson, and Yang. Abrams, Bullock, de Blasio, and Schultz all might run. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so there you go. That's the that's the Democratic field. 21 official candidates. Oh, Did you mention uh, Mike Gravel? That is not on their list, which was published on May 2nd. So it's positive he entered the race in the last few days? No, he actually came in April 2nd, 2019. Okay, so that he... Senator from Alaska. And so uh, this is actually from a... What is it from? It is from Politico. And what's his last name? Uh, Gravel. He's a former senator from Alaska. And he's running as a uh, a Democrat? Democrat? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so weird. So the New York Times is wrong, apparently, because he is not on their list. <gasps> They're wrong? <laughs> yeah. So. Sur- surprise. They can't yeah, grab. Yeah, Grabble is not on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen, just, just so I know, how do you spell his name? Uh, just like Pebbles, Gravel. Oh, right. So G-R-A-V-E-L. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, Lord Jesus. Uh, so what do you guys think? <laughs> That's a mighty, and, mighty list. I think I think part of what's – and this is – I'm really getting from Twitter, but part of what's happening with the democratic field is that people have jumped in because they have something to say and they just – they know that this is the largest megaphone. This is the problem, one of the largest megaphones in existence, um, uh, which will amplify their voices. The thing is, 
I'm not sure that, but I say this about a lot of people and a lot of things. I'm not sure that most of them are worth listening to. Like, honestly, there are mm-hmm. only a handful who have said anything that has been impressive to me in terms of moral candor, mm-hmm. insightfulness, and bravery, frankly. Just just having mm-hmm. the the guts, the the sense that what they say is not just about politi- political expedience, but it's about who they are. And mm-hmm. and and about meeting the needs of people that are not merely the loudest and most um, raucous voices. Do you think it's t- too early in the campaign or this particular process to really know what people are about, know what their no. platforms are or what their personality? Because just saying who you like and who you don't like, I think, is really important. Because mm-hmm. it because it can help us help think or help people kind of think through their own um, platforms, their own issues, their own media um, savviness. You know mm-hmm. what what they're willing to go not just look at the New York Times or CNN mm-hmm. or whatever, but really kind of do some digging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was kind of curious about is it too early to do this work or like or what does it serve to do this to to make these kinds of um, predictions. Good, good you mean question. as a constituent? As yeah, a, as absolutely. A absolutely as a yeah. constituent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think it's too early. I, I mean, I think it's probably, uh, you know, too early to have – I mean, you can say who isn't going to get the nomination, right? But you can't really say who is going to get the nomination at this point. Well, I did. Um, let's let, yeah. well, let's talk a little bit about let's do Stevens thing cool. and talk a little bit about the, the the bright shiny stars, like the ones who have gotten a lot of media attention. Mm-hmm. Um, Beto mm-hmm. O'Rourke, Peter Buttigieg, mm-hmm. uh, Joe Biden, uh, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris, which is how we're supposed to pronounce her name, right? Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Joe Biden. Yeah, no, I said Biden. I think. Uh, oh, you but, did. I you think did. so. And um, Sanders. Right, Sanders. Bernie Sanders, of course, and there's should, should, and is Booker. Did you say Booker? Is Booker getting a lot of attention? Well, Booker, he yes, yes, yeah, somewhat, to... somewhat. And yeah. Amy, how do you say her last name? Klobuchar. 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 Yeah. Klobuchar. Yeah. So those are the pretty, pretty much the ones that uh, are most prominent in the discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, rec- I would hazard a guess to say that this time next year. Uh, the only ones who will be left standing will be Harris, Biden, Sanders, and Warren. Yep, I agree with you. Those are my my three. I didn't actually didn't count Kamala. I didn't count her. I actually just have Biden, Sanders, and Warren. I don't think that I don't think that Buttigieg is going to make it. Because no, I think no. that I think that our homophobia is way too entrenched. I, I don't think that I don't. I mean, so I think that is true, uh, but I mm-hmm. think he's also not a very serious candidate. Thank you, thank Agreed. you. Agreed. Agreed. Agreed completely. Like some yeah. of the stuff he yeah. said, I'm like, I've been jaw droppingly dumb. Yeah, no, it's it's awful. Just, well, that's what's kind of making him shiny, though. Is this is the gay thing? Because people, right. so this is what the '70s gay LGBTQ movement essentially um, was um, arguing against the more radical parts of it. Someone mm-hmm. like Booty mm-hmm. Judge being able to sort of like live, uh, um, walk on the shoulders of the people who did some really important work around making mm-hmm. queerness a little more mainstream. Mm-hmm. You know, so but Booty Judge, I've I was online the other day. 
talking about, there was an article in the New York Times about his, um, how do they call, what do they call it? It was really funny. They called it, how Pete Booty Judge's meaningless irritation makes him the smart candidate. Right. And mm-hmm. so oh. I received, I received mm-hmm. some backlash because people mm-hmm. were like, well, why are you wasting keystrokes on this guy? Or why is mm-hmm. the New York Times doing it when we have to, you know, present a united front or we have mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. We, we don't want divisiveness. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't. And you have to publish newspapers every day. The reason that and 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 that <laughs> the TV is on twenty four hours a day. Like right. the reason that there are twenty one candidates and they get as much auction as they do is because the news cycle is endless and right. we mm-hmm. need things to talk about. You can't, right. you know, it's that or you know, I don't know if maybe if there's an email scandal that'll take up some of the the bandwidth. But, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, that's why he's getting as much attention as he's getting. I mean, I totally agree with you that I mean, there's the. Uh, um, the homosexual thing obviously mm-hmm. lets people feel good about how. See, I can entertain the idea of a gay president. <laughs> look how look how far we've come. Um, yes, and and then of course the you know the educated liberals really like. Oh, he speaks French flu- fluently and blah blah blah. blah oh, and he taught so, himself to speak. Uh, what was it? Norwegian, Icelandic, Norwegian, because he, yes. Norwegian because he loved this particular author. Now let's let's be fair. I am impressed by that. Just at the level of oh. cognitive ability. Yes. And I know you're oh, saying that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah hell yeah. yeah. Yes. We, we all are. We all are. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But then when he says stuff like, what did he say about the police not, like, not, not, not second guessing the police or something like that? Or when it, when it comes to black men or black people being mm-hmm. under, um, uh, at, 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 basically at the mercy of, um, God, I'm hoping that one of you guys can rescue me, and apparently that's not going to happen. I'm just going yeah, to. Yeah, I'm just I would if I could. I Bated actually breath, don't I'm just know waiting. what he said. I don't, yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I don't because, and this is the thing: is that partly um, I'm speaking from a position of only having scanned these stories about the various candidates. The only person I've gone really gone in on is the person I most believe in, and that's Elizabeth Warren. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so I'm sorry. I should back out and just say what I've heard. Okay. Um, and not anecdotally, but what I've read, but have not read in depth about, is the it tells me that Buttigieg's policies generally are quite middle of the road and not particularly empathetic. No. Yeah, the the only the you know I would have helped you out if I could have. I might have been my engagement with most of the candidates as well is just sort mm. of cursory and you know, scan the headlines, read mm. a, mm-hmm. a couple of paragraphs. Um, the one uh, the around what he said, I know he kind of gave a very glossed at a CNN town hall meeting, gave a very glossed response to policy proposals. Well, you know, it's like early in the campaign and there's time to flesh those out or whatever. Mm -hmm. As if you can, you know, as if these complex, I mean, that's like Trump territory as far as like, well, I'll figure it out. Like you're going to figure out a coherent foreign policy in the next 12 months. Like you're going to figure out a coherent like response to income inequality in the next 12 (laughs) months. Come on, man. Like I just, Mm -hmm. you know, have some respect for for the for what you're attempting to do, what you're right. trying to do, like right. you know, prepare, right. show prepare. up, take some notes, be a yeah. Warren, be Elizabeth yeah. Warren, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. giving it some thoughts. Who you know, I love. Uh, I think it was Seth Meyers said that she was on the plane reading the um, <laughs> the Mueller report, and it's like she's the person you don't want to sit next to on a on a red eye from somewhere because she's doing yeah. her work. You know, she's yeah. doing the work, and also when I think about 
the the line that the candidates are trying to walk, and I think unsuccessfully, is they don't want to have to walk back something that they said earlier in the campaign, perhaps. Right. right I think that's yeah. another sort of thing that they're um, kind of weighing. And I feel like I want some, I, I I want that definitiveness in a candidate. And so far, it's Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. It's Bernie yeah. Sanders. It's not mm-hmm. Joe Biden. Kamala, mm-hmm. Kamala, I'm I'm still kind of weighing. I want to read more about her. Mm-hmm. Because I want to get more from her mouth. Right now, mm-hmm. she's a good prosecutor, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. but I don't see her as being presidential. But but then I have to wrestle with what that means for myself. You know? Yeah, yeah that, sure. that sets off red flags for me when you say that, Because t- My red flags are all a lit. They're flapping in the wind. No, it's going to be like a regatta. <laughs> so I, I was going to say, I was a little disappointed that, mm. I mean, I think we're all pretty bullish on Elizabeth Warren. I mm. love Elizabeth Warren. Like, I really do. Me too. Like, I, me too. I don't think she's going to get the nomination. I agree. Uh, but... But I am I am very hopeful that I'm wrong, and I don't mean in that like. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope I, I mean I really legitimately hope that I'm misreading that. I, okay, I, I love her. I think she's fantastic. Um, and you know, there's things to criticize about her. Of course, Absolutely. you know the the Native American stuff is problematic for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I think I'm probably and and Kamala Harris. Um, I. I don't think much of her yet. Um, and that was based on, uh, my just very, very, very first impression of her. Um, though I did vote for her in California, of course. Um, Mm -hmm. um, I, my first impression of one of the hearings, one of the early hearings around the Trump stuff, you know, I forget which one it was. who was being questioned. Mm -hmm. I didn't, um, I wasn't, in love with her posture during the questioning, it was very apparent that she was playing to the cameras and wasn't okay. really trying to probe, mm-hmm. um, which is probably unfair, right? She was already probably at that point mulling a presidential run and so needed to mm-hmm. be cognizant of that may have been nervous. I mean, it's a national stage. So, you know, it's it's not fair to, but that is that is where my initial impression of her came mm-hmm. from was is was that initial round of questioning might have been around Kavanaugh actually I think that's what it was I think okay it was so let's let's do this just just to play the game out let's okay. just let's just say each of for each of us what we think the ticket will be democratic ticket in 2020 president and vice president go Steven, I'm so disappointed. I don't feel. <laughs> I'm okay. with you. I, I don't want to be. I don't think it's a fool's errand, but I've been kind of flip flopping. I'll say Bernie, but I think it's a hard road for Bernie. I think it's a hard road for Elizabeth. If we had to vote tomorrow, it would most likely be Biden. It'd be Biden and somebody else. I don't think he would pull pull from the Democratic um, presidential candidates. I think he'd pull somebody else, possibly a black man. Yeah, I I would say Biden and some other. A man or a woman I am unaware of at this point. Someone to someone to from a battleground state, yeah. um, Florida. Mm. Um, you know, uh, one of them. Florida uh, or, are be, or or Ohio, yeah, or the or yeah the three yeah the three that that were lost in the last yeah. election that, yeah, yeah. that flipped to Trump after Obama. Yeah. Um, I so, would say that, that would be my guess. So I'm gonna just be contrarian and go um, against. Um, Against uh, against what the room has like uh, has mm-hmm. very sort of what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, what you guys have both predicted makes complete sense, but um, just for the hell of it, I'm gonna say it's gonna be Bernie, 
and Elizabeth Warren. I would love president, that. vice president. I don't love Bernie. I don't love him either. I, I, I don't. I don't feel the burn. I felt. I. I seriously, <laughs> I've never. I've never liked Bernie Sanders. Not in a strong way. Like right. not in a like I can't okay. stand him kind of way. Definitely not that at all. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've never really warmed up to him. Um, and then in you, particular, I. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Stephen. Go ahead. I was going to say, could you talk? About personality, could you define? Yes. I, I think you were about to yes. go into it. I apologize. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Um, he to me, um, I he is an idealist, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't mm-hmm. think idealists make good presidents. Um, and mm-hmm. I think uh, I think idealists uh, fit very well into a number of other places that are critical to the culture, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, religious leaders, moral leaders. It's it's very important. As a president, I think it's a handicap. Um, and I don't I don't want idealists that close to bullets and missiles. Uh, I just I don't like I don't like that idea. Can you name um, an idealistic president from the past? Um as a point of reference? Uh mm-hmm. Je- yeah, Thomas Jefferson. Ah, okay. uh, so I think was very clearly, I mean, even though he compromised with himself and, you know, and, uh, completed the Louisiana purchase, um, mm-hmm. but, but Th- Thomas Jefferson would be an example of an idealist okay. that I think his record is mixed as a president. Um, if, I mean, certainly for his moral failures alone, mm-hmm. uh, Ronald Reagan was an idealist. Yeah. Um, yeah, he um, was very much, very was. much. Um, but he was also and, a bit of a fool. Yeah. Oh, later though. So here, right. a, a, a historian I very much respect had a complete flip on his opinion of Reagan after doing his uh, biography. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Reagan was a very deep reader of Emerson. Mm. Um, and, Interesting. And hmm. um, and had journaled extensively about him throughout his life hmm. um, and kind of the American idea. Um, so you know, and I don't want to go too far into that. We can talk about Reagan at some other point, but mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. so I, I idealists. Uh, so I I can answer the question more handily, Stephen, if we step outside of uh, okay. American presidents. Okay, and idealist political leaders are frightening, right? I mm-hmm. mean, when I think of idealists, I think of Stalin. I think of Hitler. Um, mm-hmm. I think of um, oh, what's uh, shoot. The name's escaping me. It'll come to me. Not Maduro. Uh, Maduro. Paul. Paul uh, no, Paul Pot oh. in Cambodia. It, I mean, but is the, there any space are, for an imagine an imaginative way of sort of approaching politics at this point? Do we always have to sort of rely on people that we we know follow certain party lines and certain kinds of tropes that we're familiar with? Because I think Obama he kind of ran on a platform of change, but he was really solidly a politician. Do you know? Yeah. Given his yeah, that's why so, I, that's why I liked him. So <laughs> right, so he kind of did a, he kind of did a switch of roof for some people. But with uh, with Bernie, I've heard that um, that uh, criticism a lot, and I'm curious about what transformation, what real transformation of the office looks like. You know, strengthening the Justice Department, strengthening the um, executive office and the Congress, and really be useful to the people and not just three of those people. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Bernie's. Enthusiasm excites me. Some of his policies excite me. I get what you're saying, but I was I'm always kind of like, well, what could he do when he gets in the office? Will he just have people stonewall him the entire time? You know, yeah, what I mean, could th- he do? This is 
you're, I mean, you're, you're, um, wonder at that is something that Charles Blow wrote about a week or two ago, mm -hmm. that, you know, basically saying, of course, the goal is to defeat Trump in 2020. Right. But he didn't like the cautiousness of the Democratic establishment and thought, you know, this is perhaps an opportunity. He didn't say perhaps this is an opportunity mm -hmm. to to kind of blow the doors open and see what we can really do to fight income inequality and, you know, some of the more intractable problems in the country. So I, mm -hmm. and that your argument, Stephen, and Blow's argument softens me. I, I do mm -hmm. think like, okay, maybe it softens me mm -hmm. on the possibility of what, but, but for me, that candidate is Warren then. Like for me, okay. Warren is like, Warren has a plan. Like the, the, the reason mm -hmm. that, I mean, I think that's literally a t-shirt now. Like Warren has a plan for that. I think that, I She's think, got a plan I think for it. yeah, yes. I think they're, I think they're actually producing those t-shirts. Um, yeah, I really didn't. And this reinforced my opinion of Sanders. I really did not like his answer, which, it, and I'll explain I, the reason I didn't like it for, for two uh, specific independent reasons. Uh, when they asked him about the amount of money he had made on his book, or they didn't ask him about the book. His answer was that his book did very well and, you know, how much he made, like a million dollars last year, mm -hmm. whatever it was. A, he seemed unprepared for the question. That mm -hmm. concerns me. And B, his answer sucked. So, Is this A, the Fox? Is this the Fox interview? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Tell me more. A. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. A. How the hell did you not see that question coming? Exactly. To me, an ideologue. Like you are too mm. in the, the sort of the 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 idealisms and and the principles that you believe make you righteous that you can't even Ooh, see. Well okay. The obvious chess moves that are coming your way. Right. Like how did you not see that question? Right. And I mean, mm. there were literally news stories about his tax returns right. and the problem that that was going to pose right. a few days before the fight. Like, right. who, who are you surrounded by that right. this question was not thrown at you 50 different ways? Right. Do you see that that's hubris on his part or just yes. straight? Yeah, yes. I thought so. Okay, yes. I can get yes. behind that because I agree yeah. with you. Yeah. He definitely... Yeah. These candidates should be ready for the for the simple, not even the deeper um, questions, the simple ones. No, yeah. And yeah. then mm -hmm. and then secondly, I just didn't like his answer. Like mm -hmm. he, you know, he he wants to talk about sort of uh, dismantling is probably too strong, but mm. his to me his notion of socialism is is pretty ill formed, right? He said like, well, socialism mm -hmm. to me is you know healthcare and you know, retirement. No, no, that, that's definitely not it. Right. I mean, you can definitely <laughs> have that. That is not a socialist. That is, that is a capitalist system with socialist elements. Right. Okay. I'm right. down with that. Right. But that anyway, so, um, I have very specific reasons why I'm not in love with Sanders. So I want to add to that, that mm -hmm. one of the problems with Sanders, which I think people have had a hard time addressing. And by people, I mean, Pundits or people who follow, who I follow on Twitter and on other social media platforms, um, pundits isn't the right word, but the people who are uh, working in and around media, one of the problems they have with Bernie Sanders, which is not necessarily his fault, but his something mm -hmm. says something about precisely that the nature of his candidacy and the nature of his rhetoric, 
um, which mm. is founded in that kind of idealism, is his followers, the Bernie Bros. Mm. Because there, uh, there was some poll I saw the other day, and again, I, I apologize for not having hard numbers because of my kind of cursory reading, but it was something like 25% of people who avert allegiance to Sanders said that if Sanders failed to become the candidate, that they would vote for Trump. So I that <laughs> I I've find extremely yeah. disturbing. Like, what is that about? That you, if you can have your strong man, you're going to have an op, the, another strong man who does what? Like that. I don't did, like or not vote is the other one too. That, like that's if, exactly if, what I was going to say. Voting. Yeah. This is yeah. so, this is so revolting to me. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what is wrong with you? I think yeah. that that you guys have touched on something really important about ideologues. So if you can't have what you want, then mm. you you will just you you'll blow just throw it, it out. You'll right. just blow it up. I mean, we're mm-hmm. watching Trump try to blow up the American government mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. We're watching him burn, try to burn down the house. Mm-hmm. So you would think that the people mm-hmm. who were following their candidates would not want that, you know, would look mm-hmm. for that kind of mm-hmm. what's in their personality or in their politic or their policy or something they've done in the past. What mm-hmm. what are red flags, essentially, mm-hmm. do you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. exhaust me. I remember hearing that last um, election that they weren't going to vote for um, Hillary because Bernie didn't get the nomination. And I was like, I don't understand. What, what, do, you, what do you want then? Right. I mean, you don't, that's not, that's not, that's not smart. Like right. just oh, that's just not smart. That's the kindest. <laughs> In way In the most it. generous, yeah, I was gonna say that is the kindest way to describe. To well, describe but, I mean, but I also don't know what your politics are. Like, if what? your politics are all or nothing, that's then it right. makes perfect sense. You know, their politics but, are resentment, is what their politics are. Precisely. Thank I you. mean, and the, and you. I think the word we're also looking for is nihilist. Like their politics yeah. are about nihilism. Yeah. Like yeah. if you can't have the house that you want, you want to see it burnt to the ground so that mm-hmm. nobody can live in it. Essentially, yeah. right? Like that's. <sighs> It's madness yes. to me. So, yes, uh, I, um, uh, yeah, I, I think that, okay, the prediction part is good. Let's talk about the candidates we, we really hate and really, really love. So <laughs> I, I'm just, if I may go first, if you don't mind. <laughs> please, please, no, please go for please. it. So <laughs> we've all professed love for Elizabeth Warren, but I want to run through this list really quickly. This is the list from The Cut, uh, a guide to Elizabeth Warren's many in parentheses, 220 Policy Proposals by Lisa Ryan, which was published uh, April 25th. So this is not a complete uh, comprehensive list, but these are the highlights. Higher education reform, right? So she wants Mm -hmm. to basically to invest an additional $100 billion in Pell Grants, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Universal child care, $700 billion universal child care policy, which would require that no family spends more than 7% of his income on quality supervision of their minors. Ultra-millionaire tax... Uh, uh, Reform or... Tax, right. Yeah. So basically right, right. tax on the ultra-rich, 400 richest Americans. Basically, uh, it would be a tax that applies to households with a network, net worth excuse me, of $50 million or more. The tax includes paying an annual 2% tax on every dollar over $50 million and a 3% tax on every dollar over $1 billion. Now, and, and frankly, you know what? At that level of net worth, you're not going to miss it. Like you yeah. give away to... Like, oh, it's, come no, on now. No, no, no. No, no, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> no if you are... If you are if you are staunchly against this kind of tax, I, 
I just I don't I don't understand I don't understand what you want from life. That so makes no you sense. You want everything. Well, yeah, okay. that's right. right. Okay. So, right. so here's if I can just add really mm-hmm. quickly to that. Mm-hmm. So these people and and I feel like we have to be okay with that on mm-hmm. the left. These people are just our enemies. Mm-hmm. I don't mean enemies like we want to see them gutted and bleeding in the streets. I don't mm-hmm. mean like that. I don't feel that way about it. But these are and these are the people that must be defeated mm-hmm. in the cultural mm-hmm. and social arena. They are not going to I know there are some of the ultra wealthy who will like yeah. see the efficacy of paying more into the system in right. order to ensure social stability. Right. Those that mm-hmm. do not and cannot see that must be defeated. Right. They just have to be defeated. They have Agreed. They, they're not going to be reasoned. You're not going to like sit down there like, okay, I There's get no it. There's no two like, sides. Agreed. No. That, that's right. Like, and they just no. have to be defeated. Agreed. So, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, yeah. Uh, real corporate profits tax, uh, which is, mm. um, uh, the tax on more than $100 million in profits, um, a 7% tax on that, uh, making housing more affordable. I won't read the details because, uh, um, and protecting public lands mm-hmm. and decreasing maternal mortality rates for black women by giving hospitals incentives to raise the, mm-hmm. um, yeah. rate, the mortality rate is 40 per 100,000 for black women and it's 12. And a hundred thousand for white women. That basically, I mean, that that I find I find her policies coherent, mm-hmm. well reasoned, and critical. So and this is and this is remind us of who this was again, please. Yes, this is Elizabeth Warren. Because uh, so, it was because that was it was four minutes to five minutes ago that we started on the list, of, <laughs> yeah. which which is exactly why I love her. Like right. it took yeah. you like, and this was you were doing a cursory pass right. on right. her policies, right. and it took five minutes to get through. Yeah. Like just a small th- that's amount. That's who I want. That's who right. I would like exactly. to be running the country. I'm, exactly. You know that this is good. that person that per- that intellect, and then the person I most dislike on the Democratic side. Um, that's hard. I I guess I. <laughs> I guess I really dislike um there's a bunch of them that can be lumped in together with Hick and Looper. Basically who's um a kind of Republican light. Like they just want mm-hmm. they just they just say stuff like, Well, you know, I wanna be a uniter and not a divider. Uh, you know, the state should be able to decide on blah blah blah. And mm-hmm. um I don't wanna go as far as universal child care. I don't wanna go as far as Medicare for all. <laughs> I just kinda wanna, you know, Keep the I want to keep the trains running on time. You know there are people who are going to their death, but ah, you know the train, <laughs> right. the trains. I mean they got to run on time. That I don't okay, like so any of those. We've people. got like one or two minutes. So Stephen, yeah, I'm sorry, I apologize. No, 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 no. It's all right. It's all right. I'll make mine very quick. And so Elizabeth Warren, for the reasons that you guys have talked about her, I will say that I don't really hate anybody. In, in terms of the Democrat, because they're so um, some of their stuff is just, just so vague. You know, I just want to mm-hmm. bring people together, unity, blah blah blah. I was looking at a few um, pages, but the person that I find that I don't like, dislike her, I just don't think that she be, should be running for president. It's Marianne Williamson, because she's. Mm. I want her in other areas, kind of like people mm-hmm. might want Kamala Harris mm-hmm. to be a prosecutor or mm-hmm. maybe stay in the Senate. I want her somewhere else. I feel like mm-hmm. mm, this is no. 
Unless this is not for you. No, yeah. no, not at all. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. So Agreed. I, I actually appreciated your, your spending time with Warren, Seth, because that. So I'm, I'm going to be with you. That's uh, be with the two of you on that. I, Warren would be my number one candidate. Uh, my, the one I hate is too strong, uh, but strongly <laughs> dislike him and the people that are excited about him. Beto O'Rourke. Yes. Um, oh, I, yeah. I just, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, nope. No, thank you. No I jumping mean, on tables. The, no jumping yeah, on tables for of, you. <laughs> jumping on tables. tables. Yes. One of the most in, <laughs> one of the most indicative uh, aspects of his candidacy was that people who were close to his campaign, who uh, had worked on his campaign, and who liked him, said in interviews, several of them on the record, that they hope he doesn't run uh, because yeah. you know, mm-hmm. he's not. He's not. He is not. Ready. Not this is someone that ready. is not yeah. ready to be yeah. president of the United States. You know what's interesting is that none of us said that we really hate Joe Biden, though I suspect uh, uh, we do dislike his candidacy a lot. Well, here, so why don't we why don't we pick up with Joe Biden okay. next? Since he is the yeah. presumptive, yes, uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think he is yeah. the presumptive. He's the person to beat, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to say presumptive nominee because that's too strong, but, but uh. he is the person to beat right now. Yeah. So why don't we talk? I mean, there's a lot to unpack about Joe Biden and mm. just his history. So uh, why don't we why don't we save that for our next conversation? Sounds, Sounds good. good. All right. Thank All right. you. Thanks very much. All right.